Let's open our Bibles to the 119th Psalm. Psalm 119. We want to look at verses 17 through 24, the third section of this lengthy psalm. Verses 17 through 24. Let's stand together as we read this psalm in unison. Deal bountifully with thy servant, that I may live and keep thy word. Open thou mine eyes that I may behold wondrous things out of thy law. I am a stranger in the earth. Hide not thy commandments from me. My soul breaketh for the longing that it hath unto thy judgments at all times. Thou hast rebuked the proud that are cursed, which do err from thy commandments. Remove from me reproach and contempt, For I have kept thy testimonies. Princes also did sit and speak against me, but thy servant did meditate in thy statutes. Thy testimonies also are my delight and my counselors. Amen and amen. Please be seated. Verse 17 gives us a good reason why we would ever pray for the Lord to be bountiful toward us. These are the words of an inspired man with a heart after the Lord's heart. Deal bountifully with thy servant, and here are the reasons. That I may live. So his dealing bountifully includes saving him from death, saving him from his enemies, that he might live and keep thy word. If you want power with the Lord in prayer, here is one of the ways of holy reasoning. If you want the Lord to deal bountifully with you, then tell him a spiritual and noble reason why you want that bounty. Because the psalmist said, if you will deal bountifully with me, I will keep your word. If you'll preserve my life, I will use that life in thy word. Verse 17. In the 18th verse, a prayer that... Every minister ought to pray often, daily, hourly, and that every disciple ought to pray as well. Open thou mine eyes, that I may behold wondrous things out of thy law. If the Lord does not open our eyes, we can read scripture and end up in error. Many men have, many men are, and many men will. The apostle Peter wrote and said that Paul had written many things, hard to be understood, that unlearned men had rested to their own destruction. We are capable of destroying ourselves with the Bible if God does not open our eyes. And so this is a good prayer, and one we ought to make for the Lord to show us wondrous things in His law. Verse 19, I am a stranger in the earth. Hide not thy commandments from me. If you're a stranger here, then everyone else is talking a foreign language. Amen and amen. Everything I hear, everything I read in the newspaper is a foreign language. 
They are talking about things I do not understand. They have no regard for God, nor their future, nor eternity, because they're fools, and we're strangers and pilgrims in the earth. We are nomads here. We are just traveling through for a few years on our way to heaven. Our permanent dwelling place is Canaan that's above. It's Jerusalem which is above, the mother of us all. It's what Abraham and Isaac and Jacob truly looked for. A city that hath foundations. And while we're here, we're strangers. Their language is confusing to me. It irritates me. It grates on my nerves, and I hope it does yours. Their babblings, their complainings, their philosophizing, their opinions, their most learned doctors making their most learned statements are confusing and wicked. And so the psalmist says, I am a stranger in the earth. Hide not thy commandments from me, because I need something that makes sense. I need something that has truth. The word of God is truth. It doesn't just have it. It is truth. Hide not thy commandments from me. Does the Lord ever hide his word? Oh, yes, he does. And so the prayer ought to be, verse 18, open our eyes. Then verse 19, don't close our eyes. Don't close them. Because the Lord has closed the eyes of many. He has put them to sleep so that they cannot see, nor hear, nor understand. Verse 20, My soul breaketh for the longing that it hath unto thy judgments at all times. Now that's a pretty high standard. Right. If that was a high jump bar, you'd be looking up at it and saying there's no way. That is a high standard. My soul breaketh. Does your soul nearly break for the craving that it has for God's word at all times? No. We can do better. We must do better. Lord, help us do better. This is a man after God's own heart. All of a sudden we realize we have a heart that's closer to the strangers in this earth, don't we? If we want a heart that is after the Lord's, my soul breaketh for the longing, the hungering and thirsting after righteousness by having God's commandments opened to us and taught to us. At all times, I am in a broken condition because I do not know thy word well enough, nor am I keeping it perfectly enough. Lord, help us. Amen. Verse 21, I'm thankful that I know more about David than just that verse. Not that, not that I'm glad David sinned. Not that I'm glad I've sinned. But there's a little bit of comfort because if the Bible was just this verse, I would find myself totally overwhelmed, intimidated, and defeated. But I know that God received David and still counted him as a man after his own heart because he was like this much of the time. He said, in his good moments, he would say, I am like this all the time, because that's what he was committing to the Lord. But trust me, there were times he was not like that, and you can read about them in the Psalms and the Samuels. So there's comfort for us. Verse 21, Thou hast rebuked the proud that are cursed, which do err from thy commandments. Amen. God has already rebuked the proud. The Bible is one giant rebuke to them. 
in the very first verse, it's a rebuke to all of their PhDs and books that they've written in the last 150 years about the origin of the species. How did our species originate? In the beginning, God created the heaven and the earth. Amen. He has rebuked them from the first verse to the last verse. If you add to my words or take away from my words in the last chapter of the Bible, I will bring upon you the plagues that are written in this book or take away what you think you have, your name in the book of life. He has rebuked the proud that are cursed. You know, the Bible says they stumbled at the Lord Jesus Christ. And then it says in 1 Peter chapter 2, whereunto they were appointed. God has appointed men to stumble over the Lord Jesus Christ, and he's utterly fair and righteous in doing so. He gave us more than a fair chance in the Garden of Eden. He set a man there to represent you that was far your superior, that had only one commandment, no sin nature, no sin in the world, a perfect wife, and God communing with them daily. He gave you your chance. He gave men their chance. And the proud that have stood up against him and against his word, he has cursed them, and they err from his commandments. Verse 22, Remove from me reproach and contempt, for I have kept thy testimonies. Notice, David was reproached at times by his enemies. He was reproached by his brother when he came to battle to bring them a gift and a message from their father Jesse. He was reproached by his brother as having a mischievous little heart, a proud little heart. He was reproached by Saul. He was reproached by Doeg the Edomite. He was reproached by Absalom, Shimei, and many others that reproached him and put his soul into contempt. He was despised by many. But notice what he said, For I have kept thy testimonies. Because I have kept thy testimonies, take that reproach and contempt away from me. And that we want to have a life that if they want, wish to reproach us, if they wish to say evil things about us, if they wish to cast contempt upon us, they have no basis for doing so except the hatred and malice of their own hearts because we have kept his testimonies. And therefore David prayed for God to lift that reproach and that contempt because he had lived faithfully in the light of God's word. And we want to be able to say the same thing. Princes also, not only were common people reproaching him, princes also did sit and speak against me, but thy servant did meditate in thy statutes. When the crowd sat and spoke against David, did he compromise to please them? Did he send gifts to win them? No. He meditated in God's statutes. He put all of his strength and his companionship and the foundation for his life in keeping God's words and God's commandments regardless of who was sitting against him. And he had princes. He was continually facing sedition in his own government from his own children. But when they sat and spoke against him, David took comfort in God's statutes. Thy testimonies also are my delight and my counselors. When there wasn't much else to delight in in David's life, he found delight in a place that he could go to at any time. And those were the words of God. 
And if you, or if I, find ourselves discouraged, defeated, unhappy, there's a place to go. It's a place that can give you delight. And it's a counselor that will bring you peace. And it's the word of God. Thy testimonies also are my delight and my counselors. You have a new man that is created by the Holy Spirit. And that new man created by the Holy Spirit loves the words of God. And if you feed that new man, that new man will grow and take over your soul in a matter of minutes. You will know the effect. And you will begin to have the fruit in your very soul of love, joy, and peace because of God's testimonies being my delight and my counselors. This is the word of the Lord. Psalm 119 is one of the finest places you can go to meditate on God and his word. These eight verses I have chosen because it shows David's confidence in them against the world. Verses 19 and 21. The basis for his life against the reproach that was thrown against him in verses 22 and 23. I could have picked, and believe me, I had a difficult time out of the 22 options this morning in Psalm 119 of wondering which one would fit best. Because all of them speak of the comfort David found in God's words. Psalm 119 is a wonderful place for you to read. But we want to pattern our lives after God's testimonies. We want to live and keep his word. We want him to open our eyes that we'll behold wondrous things. We don't want him to hide anything from our eyes. We want to keep them. We want to meditate on them. We want them to be our delight and our counselors so that our life before the world can only be reproached by those with malice as Daniel, as Jesus Christ, and as Paul when they could not bring any true accusations against them, but only slander. Let it be only slander that can charge us in any court, whether it be a court of our nation or in the court of some wicked person's mind, make it be slander because there is no true witness that they can bring against us that we have broken God's word. Let your light so shine before men that they may see your good works and glorify your Father which is in heaven. Right. May the Lord bless the reading of his word. Amen.